0: Welcome to the Iceland Travel podcast. I'm your Icelandic host, Skúli Arason. In this podcast, we learn something about Iceland from people who can give us some great insights. There are many informational blogs and articles about Iceland on our excellent homepage, icelandtravel.is. So I recommend that you check it out for all your Iceland travel needs. Check out all the tours. Many of them are about Reykjavík. I would also like to point out the excellent Iceland Travel Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. There is plenty of inspirational content there as well. In this episode, we visit the special building Pertlan, or the Pearl, where I met Steffi Meisel, who works in marketing there. Pertlan is definitely one of the major landmarks in Iceland. A pearl looking dome on top of six water tanks perched on the hilltop of Öskjulið in Reykjavík. One can't really miss it. The immersive Wonders of Iceland exhibition is there and Steffi gives us insights into what it is all about, along with other aspects of the building. We definitely recommend a visit there during your Iceland trip. Let's switch to Perlann and hear from Steffi. Hi, Steffi. Hi. We're in the middle of Perlan at the moment which is, well, it's a, it's a complicated thing almost. There's so many things happening here. Yeah. Uh, if we start from the beginning, this was, well, this these are water tanks.
1: Yeah. So On Pap- a hill in Reykjavik. Yeah, so the building is built around six water tanks, and yeah. two of them are empty now. Mm-hmm. So one of them is housing our uh, glacier exhibit and the ice cave, and the other one was just emptied uh, about two years ago to build the first planetarium in Iceland. Excellent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I haven't been there. I'm looking forward to it.
1: You should. Yeah. It's uh, Northern Lights all year long. Oh. We guarantee our visitors the Northern Lights.
0: Okay, this is the first excellent thing. I mean, because uh, we have worked in tourism and uh, many people in Iceland get this uh, request. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a common request which is basically... When and where do I see the Northern Lights? And now we have the answer. At Patland. At Patland, every day. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's good. Mm-hmm. That's very positive for, yeah, for everyone. Because you have these things out in the Icelandic nature that can be hard to reach, can not be hard to mm-hmm. plan around, and can not be hard to get to. And to me, it seems like many of these things are covered
1: here. Yeah, they are, especially the ones that are pretty remote, so Patlan is a perfect place for people who maybe just have a layover in Reykjavik, Mm -hmm. and they don't plan to do a two-week trip around the countryside, so now here they can see, for example, Lautraberg. Yeah. which is very remote, so from Reykjavik it's probably, what do you think, an eight, nine-hour drive?
0: Definitely, yeah. And
1: this is the place to see the puffins. The puffins are so used to uh, visitors there. They come super close, they just pose in front of the camera, and that's mm-hmm. what people dream of. So yeah. um, Lauterberg and of course Mühvat is also a place where not a lot of people can go, and I think that's, that's what you see here in the exhibit.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good thing to, when you have you have this is a for example at like the Lauterbach that you have is almost it's a life size replica yeah. of of the cliffs with yes. with birds nesting, even a fox trying to mm-hmm. steal some eggs. You know, it's a little <laughs> bit of the whole thing that's happening there, and I often think you know when people are traveling that either before or even after they've even seen things like for example if, if you if you are doing a tour then you could come here and like you know, learn a little bit about a little bit more about what you even saw when you were there so i think that's great also you can you can go here even on the way back to the airport so to speak to mm-hmm. like encapsulate the things that you saw and learn a little bit more, than, which could give you a deeper experience, you know, when you're going over the photos and things like that. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's
1: also visitors told us, actually, mm-hmm. also in reviews, they said they've been around the countryside, they've seen so many things, and it's overwhelming to, to kind of sort it out in your mind, because behind every corner there's some mountain, or uh, some bird, or something, some natural phenomenon, and you want to explain it, and you want to tell your friends, and when you see the pictures, and you want to tell your family, it's just, oh, this was this great mountain, I don't remember the name, and this was this, yeah. this uh, great bird, or there was this like gaze here, but I don't remember how it even, why it appeared, and here you can learn it, and here you can explain it, and it's it's a nice ending for an Iceland trip, or a nice beginning.
0: Yeah. Or a nice beginning. If we kind of, we kind of uh, go over the exhibition itself. We, we enter Perlan, and then we have the entrance, so to speak. And first we go through
1: forces of nature.
0: Forces of nature, and that's how, like a, a
1: how everything started. Okay. Basically, the geol- geology and the geological history. So you can learn why Iceland appeared from underneath uh, the ocean, mm-hmm. um, and you can learn just. Everything about geology. So, for for example, the rock formations, and also how Iceland is now using the uh, geothermal energy yeah. to our to our benefits. Mm-hmm. So Iceland has like 99% of the electricity that we use comes from renewable energy, and mm-hmm. so you can see how the circle is closing. We're living on this island in the middle of the Atlantic, uh, but we're we're using its uh, resources pretty well, yeah. and and that's where the exhibit starts. So right from the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and then it leads into the bird
1: Yeah, the wildlife, wild wild yeah. bird life and the sea life. What we've seen was the whales swimming beneath your feet. So a lot of people would love to go whale watching but it's like with the Northern Lights. Um, it's never a guarantee, especially not from Reykjavik. People should go to Husavik mm-hmm. <laughs> to see the whales. And then it goes to the um, ice cave. To the glaciers i think the ice cave is kind of the main attractions that what people tell us they run into the building and say ice cave
0: yeah i i understand that having been in ice caves of various sizes around the country i really like the ice cave here because it's it's like an ice cave it's 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 the proper thing and one of those things that you get in the ice cave here at Pertland is for example, the ash layer, the, the yeah. those famous ash layers, because in Iceland we have eruptions. The eruptions uh, they have they pour ash over the whole country. Yes. You can see it in the in the ground in the sediments if you're digging a <laughs> digging a pit or something. If you, you just...
1: if, if you're have your shovel with you on vacation, yeah,
0: <laughs> you can you can dig down and can look at the Earth's history there, but. For example, in the ice caves you can do that because it lays on the glacier, then you have new snow falling on that, mm-hmm. and on that, and on that, and you have the ash layers. Are they, are they like the same as in the glacier? Because they're like black lines in the ice cave. To we we explain. actually yeah.
1: used ash inside yeah. the cave, it's oh. not
0: just dirt. Oh. And we just put
1: it in to make it look more natural. Yeah, um, We have one um, kind of a replica of the glacier history of Vatnajökull which is Iceland's largest glacier yeah. and these lines are correct so the the lines are in of course in proportion yeah. um, and you can see from the first eruption to the last eruption you can see all the lines and you can trace them back to many thousand years ago which volcano erupted when That's that's pretty cool
0: yeah I really like the ice cave here it's uh, it's uh and it's also quite cold in there.
1: It's it's very cold. Uh, <laughs> it's good to mention that this is not the temperature of a natural ice cave underneath the glacier. They're usually around zero degrees yeah. Celsius. Uh-huh. Our ice cave has to be a little bit more cold. It's around minus ten, minus fifteen. Just because in natural ice caves you always have melting ice. Yeah. You have you have uh, some some uh, wetness and uh, in. In the natural ice caves but here in our ice cave we try to keep it cool and frozen so we can enjoy it all year so it's a little bit more cold
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to
1: be scientifically correct
0: yeah <laughs> i mean and that's what we want you know let's say if i arrive here in the summertime and uh the real ice caves are definitely melting after may for example until october even uh very wet areas to be in mm-hmm. and this one is Dry, cold, and nice. It's yeah. what we want from an ice cave, I think. <laughs> and it has
1: some features of a full sized glacier. So it has a crevasse, it has a mulan, it has a crystal ice cave, and now, very recently, it has a piece of oak, uh, which is our uh, X glacier. Hmm. Um, it was a glacier and it uh, now it's not moving anymore. Glaciers, of course, uh, have to have to move under their own weight to to be named glacier. And this glacier is melted due to climate change. So we uh, preserved one piece of oak here in our ice cave now. So uh, when the glacier is completely melted because there's still a little bit of snow and ice left, um, people can see it here in hopefully 10 years, 20 years, and can see a piece of oak, which was a glacier
0: it uh they even had a they went up there and did a memorial service
1: and we have the same plaque yeah. in our ice cave as well, yeah. so we have like uh the plaque that uh, reads the yeah memorial line that yeah. Andresnai was yeah
0: Andresnai Magnuson he was he was uh, the author he, he likes to work for uh, nature issues in Iceland, mm-hmm. and they did that there, which was a very interesting thing to do and and also interesting to see that that way. We really get to a feeling of the country being alive or constantly changing, at least. Yeah. Whatever the reasons. And after the uh, the ice tunnel, you basically walk into the glacier area, right? Yeah. Straight from the tunnel.
1: Yeah, so it's like in nature, the uh the ice caves or ice tunnels are beneath the glacier mm-hmm. and to go on top of the glacier you have to walk up so this is what is happening here in our exhibits yeah. you you have to walk upstairs and then um, we have some information of course about Iceland's glaciers we have over 400 glaciers here in Iceland and um, a little bit about uh, the issue we face in the future so I know that some visitors are really gaining some awareness when they walk out of the exhibits. Um, of course, we all know the word climate change by now. I think everyone, uh, everyone knows about the issues, but that it's also affecting Iceland is new for a lot of visitors. So um, you learn a lot about that as well. And our exhibits are interactive. So it's really not just reading, you can move a lot with your hands you have displays and uh, I think it's it's fun it doesn't really get boring and we heard many times people of all ages love it so no matter how old you are 70 80 90 mm-hmm. people people just just love it and
0: it, it, it like in the glacial area it's it's wonderfully te- technological you know you can you can stand and point to something yeah you and can then point on the
1: wall and and,
0: and do old, pe- old people get that? Are they tech savvy enough? You know, do they know how to work these things?
1: You would be you would be surprised <laughs> that I have to tell a lot of uh, kids and teenagers that they're standing on the wrong spot. So, oh. okay. So I think a lot of a lot of older people really really get it. Oh, it's like you just have to try it out. It's. Uh... I'm very
0: happy hearing this. You know, uh, we we <laughs> old people we really know our technology. Technology as well. Yeah, it's good
1: (laughs) And in the end of the exhibit you have the chance to write a message Mm -hmm. About your visit or about the glaciers or just about your life or some people just write their names So you can you can leave a message For the glaciers, and I think it's a it's a it's a nice ending Yeah for for this part of the of the exhibit Mm -hmm. You you learn something. You have to process some information, but you also saw a lot of Icelandic nature. You walk through it in inside of a building, and then you're ending it with like just writing something, yeah. uh, um, expressing your feelings. Mm-hmm. How does the how does all the exhibit and the information make you feel?
0: Yeah, exactly, uh, and and then you can. It's like. It stops where the uh, viewing platform is, or somewhere around that.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. after after walking through the exhibits, you can roam freely. You can also walk back. What a lot of people do oh. if they, for example, don't expect the ice cave to be that cold, no. they just go a second time and yeah. maybe get an extra layer. Oh, yeah. The, the more layers you have, the longer you can stay. And we have no limit. No. You can walk into the ice cave and you can stay as long as you like. However, people usually don't extend this more than 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Um, it's cold.
0: If you're Wim Hof, you would probably be there Wim for Hof a Wim Hof would yeah, sleep, yeah, there sleep there and he would and
1: probably and put a base camp in there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a mission, you know. It's a mission for us to endure more cold. Have you been sea bathing, for example? Yep. Yeah. And you're good it. at it, you know. You do it.
1: Mm, I don't know is anyone good at it. I mean,
0: Wim Hof is really good at it. <laughs> he,
1: yeah, he had a. He was here in Reykjavik, and friends asked me to to, to do it. He had in front of Harpa, mm-hmm. which is the concert hall in Reykjavik. Yeah. He had a like an ice ice
0: bath pool, yeah, yeah.
1: and people told me I said like, ah, oh, did you feel the cold? And they said, yeah, yeah, of course,
0: yeah. of course you still feel it. Yeah, you always feel it, <laughs> even if you're breathing, you know, very strangely.
1: But Icelanders love it. And for example, that's a, it's a good connection. One of our uh, water tanks provides mm-hmm. the beach that is uh, close to Patlan, like mm-hmm. a 10-minute walk, week we with some hot water. And there you can actually do uh, uh, ice, how do you call it, ice swimming, sea. Yeah
0: sea sea, sea, sea swimming in in
1: the winter and I see a lot of people doing this you should have these neoprene socks and and gloves but Mm -hmm. Icelanders love it yeah the Vikings yeah
0: we are we are I've been swimming there quite a bit mostly in the summertime though so it's kind of cheating (laughs) hello (laughs) yeah so it's kind of cheating Uh, doing that but it's great fun I was thinking you know it would be good to have a you could have a cold competition in the ice cave
1: yeah that's a good idea Mm -hmm.
0: 15 degrees in manageable circumstances yeah there's a hot cocoa machine on the on the level above it's
1: it's it's an idea i mean some people really go a lot of icelanders go in the summertime with a t-shirt um because and and shorts Mm -hmm. people do that and people survive it it's Mm -hmm. it's a hundred meters long yeah so if you want you can walk through in about a minute
0: yeah
1: everybody survived the ice cave so far yeah you can do it
0: it's a small adventure but uh, fun to do for everyone and and then it's like it's not the same area as the aurea borealis this this exhibition the wonders of iceland exhibition is 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 nature focused so to speak yeah very nature focused and then the planetarium it's kind of in a different area
1: so the planetarium is in our water tank in the other water tank so it is a little bit an extra area but it belongs to the exhibit of course at the moment we have one show Mm -hmm. and it's aurora it's Mm -hmm. called aurora and it's about the northern lights so it's a kind of documentary it takes you to the solar system it explains you where the northern lights are coming from um and it also has a lot of Icelandic music in it. Rakka Gisla, Mm -hmm. uh, our our famous Icelandic musician, she's also narrating the movie. Mm -hmm. We have it in Icelandic and English. So if you want, you can watch it in both languages. If if you want to, you know, do a little bit of um, Icelandic Mm-hmm. Uh lesson yeah. of
0: course <laughs> You can jot down what she's saying in English Yeah. And be prepared for her nice voice She does the English and Icelandic Yeah,
1: yeah. she she is uh, she's she also a lovely. She has a lovely
0: She has a lovely voice mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
1: so yeah that's that's Aurora and um it's about 25 minutes long mm-hmm. We play it every half hour and I've seen this movie about I think I calculated it once about 300 times because of course in the beginning we had to watch the movie every time just to see if everything is going
0: oh.
1: well dome. we have these six projectors one mm. of each 200 kilo mm. um, they project the the picture that you see on the dome and in the beginning we watched the movie many times and I still love it I'm not tired of the movie no. So that's that's my honest opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. It's a good journey through Icelandic nature. The shots were made here um, by Ragnar Tehau, our uh, one of Iceland's it's great
0: photographers. Yeah,
1: pretty uh, pretty known photographers. Yeah and uh, a lot of people a lot of people uh, have been um, being part of the team making this movie and they had to create a special equipment to do the 360 shots Mm. because to film in these dome 360 view you need special um, equipment and they did this here in the winter of 2018 2019 Mm -hmm. so all the aurora shots you see are here from iceland yeah and it's pretty magical
0: So basically, they are the real Aurea Borealis. They are the real Northern Lights, should you not catch the real ones yourself. The the
1: real ones, but in in a movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, in a movie. I feel feel, uh, lucky that we're here, me and you, living in Iceland. We have these many opportunities to do it just outside our homes Mm -hmm, often, mm -hmm. (laughs) which is great. And it's a strange thing. It's a complete side note, I know, but... I always, maybe it's my eyes are more open or something. But I think often the end of August until the beginning of October is great for Northern Lights. When it's beginning, yeah. I don't know
1: why. Maybe it's because our eyes getting used to the dark world and it would have the, the opposite effect. I feel more like the best time to do it is in January. February well
0: it's the darkest yeah. it's the
1: darkest mm-hmm. the darkest time but uh, I really don't want people to be disappointed we we have so many visitors that are so sad they say they yeah. come from you know maybe from India just Japan, sur- yeah, yeah China super far away they came all the mm-hmm. way and I'm just telling them, if, if you don't come with the expectation to mm-hmm. see them, it's so much better for you. Come with the expectation, okay, I'm probably not going to see them because yeah. then if you see them, yeah. it's going to be amazing. And the experience, some people just want to have a shot, you know, an aurora selfie, do, mm-hmm. do you call it like that? It's, it's, and I offer yeah. I offer them to do it if they just want to show off for their friends
0: back home. That's actually great, yeah.
1: Uh, our dome Theater is a perfect place to do an Aurora selfie in the breaks. In the breaks, <laughs> not during the not during the movie. Um, and you can bring this back to your friends and tell them, "I've seen it." Yeah,
0: here, um, it is. here it is. Here it is. a selfie never lies. That's 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 the yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 Excellent. And uh, and in general, if if we back out from the exhibitions, uh, perlan is like one of the big landmarks in I- in Iceland the whole building you know the what the six water tanks no there's six
1: yeah there're six yeah there are six, yeah, six. Yeah. Oh. a lot of people only see four because you can never see six
0: at the same only time only at yeah. the same
1: time so a lot of people say four but we have six yeah. just remember two of them are empty so
0: yeah on top there's a dome and in the dome there's a coffee house you can have coffee cakes whatever mm-hmm. and inside there was this uh, very cool little feature from a revolving floor. Yeah. So if you're having a coffee, you can sit there, look out.
1: It takes about one and a half hour. Mm-hmm. It it depends on the speed. Yeah. We have some uh, employees who sometimes speed it up a little bit, yeah. and uh, sometimes you can have a little bit of a slower turn. Mm-hmm. You, of course, don't want people to get dizzy. Or seasick. Um, seasick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so but.
1: So at the moment, we try to turn it basically mm-hmm. every day. And you can sit there and you do one round in about one and a half hour. Yeah. Enjoy your coffee. Enjoy the fuse. Yeah. If it's horrible weather outside, even better for you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice to sit there. And you have, I, I would say... Uh, you have the best views over Reykjavik. It's it's better than Hella yeah. It uh, is
0: actually because you have the suburbs as well mm-hmm. to the west, basically towards the airport from here, then uh, and basically uh, all the colorful uh, houses, houses that we have yeah. here, which, which was a thing. What I was I was surprised early on because I, we're so used to everything here, mm-hmm. and then I heard someone say, "Oh, we love the colorful." Roofs of the houses in Reykjavik. I was like, okay, yes, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then I had to back with my mind. You'd say, yeah, most of the roofs of houses are either black yeah. or red in Europe, for example. Yeah.
1: And uh, it's it's good to mention that in the winter time, people have seen northern lights from our observation deck. Yeah. We have proof of that. <laughs> on <them> in <laughs> on yeah. Instagram. So yeah, it's yeah. a pretty nice place to see them. If if you don't want to do all the way going out of the city, if you don't have a car. Here in Utskuleid in the in the forest, it's it's a pretty good place mm-hmm. to to watch out for northern lights.
0: Yeah, and then for those of people walking, for example, mm-hmm. it's a very nice place to walk to in Reykjavik because it's in the Utskuleid area, which is the kind of of forest. <laughs> Can <laughs> we say forest? You, yeah, remember yeah. The, you remember the joke about the Icelandic forest? Yes, every right?
1: everyone remembers that. Yeah.
0: So. So, what do you do, Steffi, when you get lost in an Icelandic forest?
1: I stand up.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) But this forest is pretty big and I've heard when we do our uh, annual trash picking, Mm -hmm. if if we clean up the forest, then people told me they got lost. So, this forest here is is pretty pretty Mm
0: -hmm.
1: wide and... It's
0: pretty wide and uh, varied. It has lots of bunnies in them?
1: Bunnies. Yeah. Oh yeah, people love the bunnies here. We have a lot of wild bunnies. Wild
0: bunnies around here. Mm-hmm. And if you're a mountain bike enthusiast, you can take some of these excellent trails that are in the forest also. Yeah. They have very, quite wild mountain biking trails here. Yeah, a lot of people warming if people are warming up for some mountain trip or something. Yeah. It's a nice thing to do to, you know, keep their bicycle muscles happy yeah. when they're in Reykjavik. And,
1: and as you said this this building is really is really unique. I mean mm. you can see it from everywhere yeah. of course this was the intention of the architect to build this pearl mm-hmm. uh, a pearl-shaped dome that shines that reflects the sun and shines like a pearl mm-hmm. um, because some people just come here in, into the building and talk to me sometimes and they say ah oh, we just saw this from from downtown and we just wondered what is this yeah so it's it's fun that not everyone is googling everything no. and and uh, looking at maps some people just walk here and mm. then they're wondering what is this it's like Lo- a clean experience
0: nice. yeah it's 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 a fresh experience
1: like in the old times when before phones mm-hmm.
0: for us islanders this building has always been linked very much to the former Prime Minister and okay. and Mayor of Reykjavik, David Otson. He is known as the politician with the curly hair. Okay. Uh, he's, 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 he's not in politics anymore, mm-hmm. but he was really proud of this building. I think it was one of his projects to make the pearl itself. You know, He wanted to have a monument about him almost. So we have it here. Yeah. Uh, and, and
1: now both Icelanders and uh, visitors love this building I think uh, yeah. I think Icelanders are pretty yeah. proud mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. to have a building like this and yeah we house now the largest nature exhibit in the country
0: yeah I think I think we're really happy about that fact you know that that uh, it's such a great use of the building to have to have this excellent ex- exhibition that mm-hmm. really has to do I mean it's an ex- exhibition I guess many Icelandic people would visit rather than many other exhibitions we have because school children and many of us just want to know a little bit more about our country as well you
1: know yeah and we have yeah. school classes uh, um, we have school classes every morning now it's of course a summer break I think mm. summer it, of
0: what? 2020
1: summer 2020 but usually when school starts we have school classes every morning they yeah. come here basically before it gets really busy and it's educational for them. They have some questionnaire to fill out so I think it's it's
0: perfect yeah. for them and for me as well I, I need to take <laughs> some questionnaires definitely to learn more about Icelandic nature we never know enough no sure. and,
1: and we never stop learning
0: No, we never do so Steffi, thank you so much for giving us the low down on the pearl Pertlan.
1: thank you thank you for this talk
0: it's been great uh, and remember everyone you can both Try to do the glacier tunnel in a T-shirt, but we recommend and, reco- shorts. and <laughs> shorts. But we recommend something a little bit warmer. Warmer, yeah, definitely excellent. Thanks so much. Thank Danke schön. you. <laughs> ja, cheers. <laughs> bye bye.